Last chapter of The Hero Hunter's Lover, Golden Boy. Two months have already passed, and so has your old life. And changes had come running. A host of people had been rushed to the hospital as there had been an uptick in monster attacks. Your regularly scheduled shifts within an added two hours had become 12 hour shifts with who knows how many added on to accommodate the rise. But you couldn't continue to work yourself to death and you began to prioritize your health and refusing to stay extra hours. Especially coming in when you weren't even scheduled. Needless to say, after two weeks of that behavior, you were promptly let go. Not after you exchanged yeah, some choice well, words. Fuck you too. I don't need this bullshit. At first, oh, you were hurt and heartbroken that the simple act of taking time for yourself had been a radical concept. That pointing out that being understaffed was a choice and not a reality that you had to live through. But alas, choices were made. And after crying your eyes out, you pulled yourself together and decided to move your stuff into Garu's house. The movement wasn't expensive, so there wasn't much that was needed. You did bring your queen size bed, favorite collection of books and trinkets. You'd messaged Garu, but he was kind of hard to reach, and you knew he needed time to focus on his own mission. You didn't want to be the reason that he would be hurt, but every once in a while, he would get a call or he would send you flowers just so you quote unquote didn't forget him. It hurt and you realize you couldn't really talk to anyone about it. I mean, what would you even say if you could? Oh, my poor boyfriend is going around hawk smashing heroes? Yeah, that wouldn't go over very well. And. Was he even really your boyfriend, your roommate, or was he? He wasn't even really there to be an official roommate. Reorganizing everything kept you busy until the unemployment came through. You proceeded to paint the house, adding touches of you, and keeping a lot of Guru's stuff. You had high hopes to see Guru. Every time he texted you, he reassured his supposedly undying loyalty. And you had managed to text him about your worries, but his words always made you feel as if you were indeed the most important person in his life. After all the self-doubts, you began to form a very deep emotional bond. You got yourself motivated because one day he would definitely come through that door and you wouldn't want to see you as some kind of little bitch. You were a strong woman, not someone who could be easily pushed aside, and you weren't going to let yourself act that way. One day, almost two months in to your brand new life, your phone vibrated in your pocket. You put down your book to answer. Hello? Hey girl. It was a reporter you had met in the hospital. She had been there to interview heroes. 
She was one of those big shots with our city news. She'd managed to get an exclusive interview with so many aloof heroes like Chino's King and even the Bald Cape. She'd come around a lot those two weeks and you had been come fast friends as she was super chill but still inspiring. How are you? You asked happily as you continued to sweep. I'm so sorry for the intrusion that I came to the hospital and that asked for this specifically and then said that you didn't work here anymore and, and Gina said she misses you by the way. She smiled as he thought of Gina. <laughs> of course she'd miss you. There were so many other girls that you'd left behind. <laughs> yeah, that was a while ago was let go. You said finally making some peace with the reality. Wow, they're idiots here. But what are you doing in the hospital? Oh, nothing, just a little intrigue, nothing crazy. President Tom told me to come here. I told him he worries too much. Anyways, you're in the market for a job? Yeah, well, I am. Anyways, is Saitama the new mysterious boyfriend? <laughs> anyway, here's the thing. Did this bitch just completely block your question? <laughs> well, you must take that as a guess. The reporter continued. Like, so I was doing an interview with a hero councilman, and the topic of property destruction came up, because as you know, a lot of homes have been getting fucking wrecked. Anyways... He told me a new group is being made by the government. They're called the RFP Restorations and Reconstruction to the People. Anyways, what they're supposed to be doing is reconstruction of homes and buildings. And if reconstruction of these structures with this new, like, carbon material that I've heard so much about, it's like amazing. That's so cool. He said, walking up to pick up a dustpan. Supposedly going to be providing them with in-office healthcare. So they're going to need a nice and talented registered nurse with experience. Does anyone that you know match that description? <laughs> Bitch, me. We're here. Send them away. He said excitedly. But wait, what are the hours? caution brewing in your brain it's the nine to five no weekends you could almost scream with Here, excitement take the number it's it didn't take long after a week your resume had been sent your interview had been scheduled and went so well you were hired on the spot you had texted girl the good news and he had been more than excited for you it was one of the rarest times he's answered back but you knew He'd read all of your messages. Time kept flying on. One month later, while you were working close to home, much more relaxed and happier, with more time to yourself. The pay had been an upgrade, and you had settled in quite nicely. But the more reports started coming in about the hero hunter. Your reporter friend had managed to capture a sneaky photo during a battle between Guru and Darkshine. It had shown a different version of Guru. You'd hope it wasn't true, and he wasn't losing his humanity. There had been a week, he had gone radio silent. It weighed on you, but you kept sending him updates on your life, 
hoping he wouldn't be the one to forget you. You walked home that Friday, taking your time. The heroes had not shown their faces around a lot, nor did any petty villains. Many of them were too scared of the hero hunter. Your hero hunter. Something quickly went past your ear. A blonde man, dressed in a yellow costume, flew right above your head. His cape flowing in the wind, and a serious expression on his face. Hey, you there. He said. You looked up at him questioningly. His eyes narrowed, inspecting you. A bit of fear pressed against your heart. I am the bold cape, and you might want to run home. You're not a lost, so waiting for you what are you talking about go he cut you off and flew past you your nervous rose and you got a lift to the house your heart could not rest until you knew for sure what was happening you ran out of the car keys in hand you fling the door wide open Your eyes trace the large body laying on the love seat, his long muscular legs dangling off the edge, large curved horns protruding from yellow orange hair, long arms with claw-like hands laid on the floor, blood spilled from his arms and chest. Your body trembled with fear and hope mixed with a swirl like a cocktail. Garu. His voice was unmistakable. He didn't turn to see you. His body was motionless. And you run towards him, getting on your knees in front of him, inspecting his wounds. Tears threatened to spill. Was this really him? You shook off the questions that thundered in your mind. Are you not afraid of me? You look up at his face. He was so much bigger. His eyes were now red with small black irises. Gone were the golden hues of his eyes. His teeth were sharper, more animalistic. A shiver ran up your spine, but you shook it out of your head, running your hands through his bruises. Guru winced. You want to know what the worst part of this is? This isn't even my most monstrous form. His words lashed out at you. His bitter laugh hurting something deep within yourself. But you don't dare attack him. Slowly you got up 
finding emergency kit and medical supplies, laying them on the recliner, getting ready to go to work. Garu, you say looking into his blood red eyes, I am not afraid of you. I'm not even mad at you. You say calmly, trying to put on your surgical gloves. What you should be. The needle now begins to pierce his disinfected, torn flesh. You can see his eye wince with just a hint of pain. But you grit your teeth and begin the first stitch. Be mad at me. Call me stupid. An idiot. Tell me I shouldn't have come back. Already had stabbed me as you should have the first day. His voice sounded shaky. Pink tinted tears welled in his eyes. You bit your lip. Shut up, you say. I could have told you not to go, but I let you. Somehow I knew this is what you needed to do to move on. You couldn't have stayed with me unfulfilled, and I wouldn't have wanted to. Anyways. You start to apply the antibiotic creams and move on to working on the cut of his arms. Sometimes, you need to lose yourself in order to find what you really want. It's an unfortunate reality for a lot of us. It's very human. You watched as the tears dripped down his cheeks. I feel like an idiot. All of my life, I wanted to be these heroes so I can imagine some strange way. Yet, you became one, you say, bandaging his arm. And after everything is said and done, I'm proud of you. Not just anyone can take down S-rank heroes. Or world-shattering monsters. His torn state hurt your heart. But so did his sobs. He was a man letting go of all the hurt and pain he'd carried around for years. And you let him cry as you tended to his wounds. Your heart keeping it together as best as you could. But tears spilled down your face as well. You let him cry, trying to hide your pain. That night, he slept beside you. He was so peaceful. You had woken up that night in tears. You ran to the bathroom, getting into the empty tub, and you sobbed, letting every tear of sadness leave your body, letting out the anger, the loss. You hadn't realized how loud you were crying, and do. Guru came to you for a hug, his body engulfing yours. 
He entered the bathtub with you, cradling you in his arms. He let you cry and smash your fist into him. Even though you were careful to avoid any of his injured spots. You screamed in his face all the loneliness that you had felt. All the questions that you had. And he listens to each one. He hurt expression on his face. But he never let it go. As the storm brewed, it had left. Leaving a sweet silence between you. He whispered, and you remove the orange hair from his face, pushing them around his horns. It's fine. You place your hand on his cheek. A warm blush comes across his face, making him seem more human. He was still beautiful, his grace never leaving him. I feel more human with you now than I felt in months. It might take me forever to make up to what I did, but you have my heart, my soul, my body. You can keep me human, and I want you to hold me this way forever. He kissed your hands, and in real time, you saw the red begin to fade from his eyes turning into a soft pink. I guess I'm gonna have to keep you on a tight leash. You say mockingly. His smile big and wide. The pink of his eyes now fading to a white and a hint of gold came back to his irises. Please do. As long as you don't try to run away. You say kissing his cheek. No more running. Unless it's to go get you. Well, thank you guys for finishing the story with me. Um, I forgot how dark as shit becomes. Um, it's not bad ending by even like me reading it back. Um, definitely a lot of the sex scenes were cut off or whatever, but um. <laughs> I guess I didn't realize just how much in my feels I can be when I write. Um, but thank you guys for listening and I'll be back sometime soon with a different story. Okay, bye.